Hi, I'm Sandra. This is a show of conversations about motherhood, parenting, and all the good stuff we call life. Follow me as I spread mommy joy and share my stories. This is a different kind of mommy. Welcome back, everyone. I'm your host, Sandra Sims, and you're listening to A Different Kind of Mommy. I'm so excited about today's episode because I have my good friend here, Dana Bonner. Welcome, Dana. Thank you for having me. So glad to be here. Thank you for being a guest on the show. Everyone, today's topic is life as a new mommy. Dana, I feel like you're the best person to talk about this topic because you actually have pretty much a newborn baby. So it's great information you can share with us. I hope my information that I have will be good for your listeners. It's been a wild ride. Yeah, it's <laughs> It will be. I like to do topics around things that can help new mothers, mothers who like maybe mommies to be, as well as people who've been mothers for ages. So this topic is great for anyone who has recently been a mom and new moms coming. So before we get started, let's do a little bit of introduction. Dana, how about you tell us about yourself and about your baby? Okay, well, like she said, my name is Dana. I'm 33, and I live uh, kind of in the East Bay, California. I was born and raised in Oakland. Um, I have a three-month-old. She's just a little over three months. Her name is Alexis. Nice. Um, Nice. And we're just navigating. My husband and I will have been navigating this new parenthood thing and we're surviving we're surviving okay so how long have you guys been married uh we've been married almost two years it'll be two years in july and we've known each other for eight years now nice (laughs) okay so before we get into topic let's get a little bit comfortable and how's your week it's sunday today we're recording on a sunday um how was your past week what's what's happening with your new week coming ahead What's, what's up in your life right now? Well, um, I'm a teacher, so I went back to work. Nice. Um, I've been back to work for just about a month. Oh, um, nice. And so this past week was just getting my students. I teach middle school, getting my eighth graders ready to move on to high school, and getting my sixth graders ready to move on to the next grade. Nice. Um, and so next week will be more at the same end of the year. If you're an educator, you know it's hectic. So it's hectic, almost hectic. End, yes, end of the year time. Mm-hmm. So you're looking forward to summertime. Looking forward to summertime. I'm going to take it off to spend more time with Alexis. Nice. Um, so I'm not going to work summer school. It's something I usually do. Ooh, so, so any fun plans this summer? Just what just, are you doing? Just going to expose her to more stuff around the Bay Area. There's a lot of things to do and see. Get some more outdoor time. She'll be a little Good. bit older. I like that. So summer mm-hmm. and I will be looking for some invitations. Definitely. Some stuff to do. Oh, yes. The, <laughs> the cousins, as we like to call them, got to hang out, right? Yeah. Okay, so let's get into it. Let's hop into it. I think for me, one of the first questions that I like to ask new mommy is, how has life been as a new mommy? So talk a little bit about maybe what you expected versus what's actually the reality of what's happening with you and Alexis. Okay, I think life as a new mom has definitely been a change. I'm typically pretty chill. I like to hang out. Um, when I'm at home and kind of wind down from the day, having a new baby means you can't really do that. Mm -hmm. Um, You have Mm -hmm. to be on 24 seven before I went back to work. It was still really getting into the groove of having to be on 24 seven. I don't know about other new mommies out there, but my newborn did not 
sleep all day. Like everyone was so telling is she me. Sleeping? Is she sleeping now? <laughs> she sleeps. She has her cycle. She's got a okay. very clear cycle around her eating. Okay. So she'll eat. She'll be up to play with you a little bit okay. for maybe about like two hours. And then it's and, like, put me to sleep. I'm tired. And so remind remind us or remind myself and tell folks, are you breastfeeding or are you bottle feeding? I'm, and and what's, her, what's her feeding schedule like? So I'm breastfeeding um, and then I do pump into a, a bottle for like my husband to do feed sometimes. Nice. Or so you have help. I have help. And it Ladies, is amazing. she has help. <laughs> okay. So all those people wondering, you can, because I've often heard this, right? Like people say you don't want to pump too early. And so I have friends who don't pump until almost a year or six months, like really, oh. really delayed pumping. Because they still want that bond. And then I have folks that are like, you, like, I'm pumping. I need mm-hmm. help. I need to sleep. And you need to do something. And good. Yeah. Well, where we had her and the classes we went through were really pretty encouraging of, we followed the direction. So basically, give it a month for pacifiers and bottles just to make sure that there was no nipple confusion mm-hmm. with the breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. And so... We went that route. It was a rough first month because we really wanted to use a pacifier. I have something to help soothe her. And for me, it's just like, oh, someone could give me a break and please be able to give her a bottle. But then we um, we we lasted that month and we went for it and she just did great. So I started pumping so that there was something for my husband, Will, to do as soon as she was a month. It was like, let's try bottles. Let's go. Let's try the pacifier. Let's go. So, but she did great with bottles and she did great with the pacifier as well. She's kind of back and forth. So I like that because I feel like it gives new mommies hopes, right? You want to definitely still have the bond with your baby, but you also want to encourage your partner to help for your sanity and so that you can relax. And so I think it's good. So ladies, you see this. This is Dana telling you that she did it after about a month, two months. And so don't be afraid to go ahead and take advantage and go ahead and start doing that nipple transition and that bottle transition. So that's really good. And like the survival, I mean, for your sanity. And then I've heard horror stories about how babies will be on the nipple for too long and Uh they won't take a bottle. And I was like, that can't happen because I have to go to work. Like things have to happen. So she has to be able to eat from a bottle. So we were really quick to do that too, just to make sure. But she's been great going back and forth. So I, so another trick that everyone says is don't, as a mom, as a breastfeeding mom, you can't bottle feed your baby. It has to be somebody else. So she, from like, your baby needs to get breast from you, from you, not bottle from you. So there's not okay. confusion. Also, there. there is some kind of plan. Okay, yeah, so, so what I you're never saying, give her a bottle. So what you're saying is, you as her mom, your role is to breastfeed her, and she learns that that's your role. You and her, you bond over the breast, and so like your husband will or someone who's helping you out, they do the bottle feeding. Right. Like right. they can't breastfeed, you don't bottle feed. <laughs> right. right. Okay. Right. I get it. I get it. Nice. And right. of course, to me, this is new because I didn't breastfeed. I was purely bottle fed. Well, I I purely bottle fed summer, so I didn't have any of that kind of rules and regulations happening with us. Talk a little bit about that because we're talking about this. How did she do with bottles? Because I know with summer, who was automatically on bottles, we went through so many different types of Mm, bottles. uh And between the bottle and the nipple and then the air, how did that work for Alexis? Right. So we were, me especially, (laughs) terrified at the fact that, like, she wasn't going to accept the bottle. Like, Mm -hmm. we were going to have all these issues. Mm -hmm. So um, 
Because I decided to pump and I was using Medela, like yes, we just used the bottles Medellas. that went yep. with the pump. And we decided just like we heard about like flow and doing pace feeding. There's so much information out there. It's just an overload sometimes. But I ran into this idea of a nipple that doesn't have any flow at all. So okay. it makes your bo- your baby have to suck as if they were still at the breast. And I then- like that. So maybe we can link on that bottle. Give me the name of yeah, that info the Kama, in the show notes yeah, for folks. The yeah, it was nipple. And it's expensive, though. Like, it's a lot for a nipple. But we were like, it's worth it. Hey, Let's try it one works, of them. Yes. Because yes. we really Agreed. were trying to avoid um, any kind of rejection of one or the other. Like, it's rejection of the bottle or rejection of my breast. Like, we wanted her to be able to do both. So we decided to go for it. We got one and she did it like a champ. Now, like, how did you hear about this? Did you do research around this? Did was, you just happen to find it? I feel like it was in my paperwork with all the Medela stuff. And oh, the I like that. Like okay. it was kind of marked so, on the from bottles. the lactation stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. So good. like it was kind of marked. And so I just happened to stumble upon it and I was like, okay, we should try this nipple and see if it helps, you know, like I said, just to kind of simulate the experience of her being on the breast. And like I said, for us, it worked like a charm. I think, more than like advertised it said oh it might take your baby three times to figure it out and it might take them a long time to get the suction and it might be long but she sucked down as much food she was supposed to eat in like five minutes and we wow. were like whoa so stop was stop like you're wow. eating too much so, i like that okay yeah. that's that's a good uh, we'll link into that into the show notes i know for us um like i said we went through bottle hell and um Finally, one of my friends, a great friend of mine, her name is Christine. She recommended the Dr. Brown's bottle for us. Mm -hmm. And at first I was hesitant to try the Dr. Brown bottle because it was freaking expensive. And as a single mommy, I was like, let me try other ones. But I quickly learned that even though something is expensive for your sanity and to not like have your kids go through hell, you do it. And so I tried the Dr. Brown's bottle and it worked fabulous. You know, Summer suffered a lot with gas and Mm -hmm. she was a really fussy baby. Yeah, with the bottles and then of course with the milk but also i remember for um when i did my baby registry at like toys r us in different places toys r us actually gave us some sample bottles and i had a sample bottle and forgive me if the name of this is incorrect but it's lansua lansoa something of the sort it was like purple and white yeah um and Uh, it turned out to be a fabulous bottle it was also um Mm -hmm. it's like as, as well as um, the Medela, it's also a breastfeeding bottle. So it's mm-hmm. a, a breastfeeding brand. And between the Dr. Brown and that, those were two miracle bottles for us. So I'll link those also in the show notes. I tell people all the time, if you're having bottle problems, that, wor- that worked a lot for summer. That's good to know. Like, yeah, we were prepared. It was great because we were blessed that it was like if there was going to be confusion, we still had the breast yes. ready to go. Yes. and. I was still at home during that time, so it was like if we needed to go out and uh-huh. just get a whole array like of different types of bottles, like we were definitely gonna be able to do that. But the good, transition good. and going back and forth is really easy. And while for we're us. on the topic, you know, I didn't plan for this, but while we're on the topic of breastfeeding, how was like your flow with the milk and her latching, and then kind of like your supply? Did mm. you get this thing called thrush? I know a lot of people who breastfeed. How was the whole? her latching and sucking and the painfulness and all these things and stories that I hear about breastfeeding. I kind of want to know more. Tell me more. What's the ins and out of it? Like, talk to me about your areola and your breast. (laughs) (laughs) So I 
feel like I have to start with like before baby because like before baby you hear all these things and you're so nervous about like latching issues or what have you. Yeah, people pretty um, much scare the shit out of yeah, you when it you comes get to all really kinds of nervous. Stuff. Yeah. Like you, you know, and then as like a mother, like okay, this is like the only nourishment I'm going to be right. trying to provide my child. Is it going to yep. be enough? You yep. can't tell how much they're getting. Um, all these different things. And for the listeners out there, I have very ample boobs, <laughs> very ample breasts. They're very nice, Meaning but nice and voluptuous. Nice and she just has some big old boobs. <laughs> and so I. <laughs> so I knew I mean I was hoping that that was I wasn't necessarily worried as much about the plot <laughs> but I was worried about suffocating my child <laughs> I'm watching her breastfeed as we as we record ladies and she's doing a really good job your kid is not suffocated um, she it's not that big <laughs> yeah but I will tell you that in the hospital after having her it was hard um, because there is no well, there's no textbook way. There's different positions and there's different things. But especially as a first time mom, it's new for the both you and baby. Like the baby has the instinct to latch, but they don't know exactly what they're doing. And you want to feed your kid, but you don't know exactly what's Did going on. Did you have on. your lactation specialist and nurses like, and stuff? We had okay. lactation consultants. The nurses that we had were really helpful, but it was still really hard. Yeah, I definitely had new. a mini breakdown Did in you? the hospital. Okay. Oh, just, I, oh yeah. Let's talk let's, about let's that. Let's Oh, I talk. totally did. I want to tell you, let me, let me tell you this. I never got a chance to breastfeed and it's actually one of the biggest mommy guilt things that I have. Mm. Right. And so for me, it was a compilation of two things. Right. So it was two things that was told to me, which I don't know is that what was the reason that stopped it. One was I had a breast surgery, a breast reduction, um, years ago. So they said that that possibly could be why I wasn't able to breastfeed. And then the second one was because she was born early. So because she was born Mm -hmm. super early, Mm -hmm. I didn't get the breast. Now, according to what the lactation specialist had told me that many women have breastfed after, um, breast reductions. Mm -hmm. And it just really depends on like the nerve and the scar tissue and all that stuff around your, your areola and how, you know, the milk develops. And so for me, I tried for months. I think I tried up until she was maybe about three months Mm -hmm. where I finally was like, okay, we're doing this whole practice, um, latching and just so that if it ever comes in and, you know, they say what they were telling me is that because she was, because she was born super early, um, keep trying that the hormones will come and the milk will eventually come in. So I tried it for about three months and it never came in. And I was really distraught that it never came in, but I was okay with the fact of knowing, okay, at least she was fed. And so she did have the formula. So formula for us has always been, you know, I'd never had not a drop of milk. So she always had it. But for me, it was something that I really tried for three months because I really wanted to breastfeed my baby. That in my head was like my number one source and that's what I wanted. And so the lactation specialists were there. They came to the house. They really helped me and we were doing all these kind of exercises to practice and to make her latch and just to get her to understand what she has to do. So when the milk finally came 
And after three months, I was like, forget it. Like, this was stressing me. And I cannot keep doing this. And I didn't want to create any more false hope than I was already doing for myself. And I had to stop. And so for me, it was like, I'm always really intrigued and infatuated by people (laughs) who do breastfeed, right? Because I feel like lucky them, I didn't get to experience that Mm. shit. And it's something that I wanted to do. But also because you have options, right? Like you have two options where for me, it was just like bottle and that. Right, right, right. Yeah. No, I mean, I had the mini breakdown because we were just really struggling to latch. Like the nurses Mm. are telling me I have great nipples, which which I mean, right? Yeah. They're a standard size though in terms of like, so great nipples is like a size. Great nipple. Like there's a standard kind of like, uh, I'm trying to think of the best way to put it. Like if you have different, if you're going to pump, you have different kind of flange, I think they're called flanges or something that's supposed to fit over your nipple and kind of push through. Same thing like with her mouth, like how it fits in the mouth and like, I don't have, like, one of the biggest things would be, like, inverted nipples. So the ones okay. that are, like, turned in and out okay. or, like, I don't know, small or big. I don't okay. remember the other I wonder one. if I have a good nipple. Maybe yeah. I'll show you my nipple. Okay, yeah, yeah, show it to me. Show I, me your nipple. You lose all like... kinds of... I mean, there is no modesty after having a kid, I swear. Um, sure, I'll see all the nipples. I, I need... Um, but yeah. I need... Maybe, maybe I have um, something up with my nipple, and that, right. was, that was it. So they were telling me all of these things, and it was still a really hard thing to get her to latch, and... You know, we were just struggling and she's frustrated and I'm frustrated. And then, you know, at the beginning, you don't just have milk. You have this colostrum, yes, which is like that. this. Yes. And okay. it's not a ton. It's only a little bit because their stomachs are super tiny. Okay. And all these different things. So you're wondering, like, am I producing Well, what exactly this? is it then if it's not milk? Is it like fat? Is it like It's like this honey. Clearly, it looks what like is- clear. Mine looked clear. Okay. But like, I think sometimes it can look kind of yellowish like kind of like you know like that real liquid gold that they talk about Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's supposed to just really have this like all these have you tasted first like antibodies and stuff i did not taste the colostrum i was too in a daze i have tried to taste my child's milk it doesn't taste like anything my breast milk i don't know it doesn't taste like anything to me i haven't but i haven't like downed a glass so i'm gonna get (laughs) (laughs) not yet either anyways i might one day i probably will just because but I haven't done that yet, but so, you know, it's supposed to be this thing. And so you hear about like, okay, yeah. see if you're expressing it and this colostrum and all the kind of stuff. And I was like, I don't see it. Is it okay. coming? Is she getting anything? Just totally worried, worried about her latching, all this stuff. And then, so the hospital was a struggle to say, you'll get it. They sent me home with a manual pump. They sent me home with. Um, nipple shields, like different things to mm-hmm. help with the mm-hmm. process because your nipples get sore. They get sore no matter, you can't prepare for the soreness. It just, it is what it is. And does with the soreness is the pain? With the soreness is the pain. Okay. And this is prior to latching. This is just an after Oh no, this is thing. with latching this is and with nursing. The latching. It's okay. just, you're not ready for your nipples to go through that. Like right. they've never been used in right. that kind of way. Nipple cream are like, is you have to have it. Really? You have to so have So do you have, cream. do you have a, a, did you have a preference nipple cream or do I you? I really got attached to Bamboobies, which also makes nursing pads. Like dispo- not disposable. I use uh, reusable ones that you can just throw in the okay, washer. Okay, so we'll link that into the show right. notes too. That's interesting. Yeah, yes. so I use theirs. It's like doesn't, oh, I forgot the name of it. It doesn't have lanolin in it, but it's like organic, okay. got some other stuff. But it kind of provides this. It's not, I wouldn't say instant, but pretty quick relief to kind of the soreness. Mm, mm. And especially when you're first starting out, like after you nurse, like you got to lather that stuff on. No matter how you feel, lather it on, 
put on some I've nursing pads. I've heard it pads, is a painful thing. Let it. It's yeah. It's and it's, and and like if you, if I ever see people breastfeeding, I mean, pr- granted, I've never seen anyone breastfeeding like straight from the hospital, but it just always looks like such a natural, beautiful, well, painless thing. Well, it's okay. So let me let me interrupt. If it's super painful, then you're not doing Something's it right. Wrong. You're yeah. not got right. it. Got it. So the pain that I experience is because of the soreness. Okay. Like I, but if she, if it hurts. In the moment, like if you end up with like really cracked nipples or okay, yep. like totally call, Something's like up. so many hospitals okay. have tons of hotlines, mm-hmm, tons mm-hmm. of videos to help you. Like, um, I don't know if I can, can I say the hospital I had her yes, at? Yes, of okay, course, so I totally. had her at Kaiser Oakland, which was fantastic experience from pregnancy. I like, they have a new maternity ward, right? They have Isn't a new nice. ward because the new hospital, all private rooms, but just amazing nurses, amazing doctors. Like I just had a... a wonderful experience great nice um and didn't know it going into it but their statistics on like just being good with mothers postpartum because we know that's a big issue with black women right now and pregnancy and postpartum health issues yes um but their reputation with those things are is amazing but um Oh, I lost my train of thought. So, so we're talking about. Oh, but yeah, but there's lots of resources. If your nipples, if you're like breastfeeding, right, it's like, right. like so something is hurt, hurting, hurting, hurting. It shouldn't like her suckling at the breast shouldn't hurt. Now, what's suckling? Like, just means like actually, literally sucking the milk. Got out. it. Got it. Okay. Like that shouldn't be extremely painful unless you're like pretty new, because then it's just you're gonna be tender, you're gonna be sore. Like that's Got just. It. It, it you can't get away from it until your nipples get used to it. Got it. And got even it. now, three months, almost three and a half months in, there's still some soreness. So every now and then, I throw some throw some balm on it, and it works. Call it a day, and like kinda, a charm. Kinda, oh, okay, it works. Yes. So you had this little mini meltdown where you're like, I'm not getting this milk. I'm not feeding my baby. It's not working. And so you talk to the lactation consulate and mm-hmm. are they like just reassuring you it's gonna come, it's gonna happen, and is someone like come to you and really show you and like just or it's just more of a let's uh, just you have to be yeah. patient it's going to happen kind of thing they'll help and show you and and ladies i would say you know especially if you're feeling frustrated about it you got to leave your modesty at the door because if they need to they will put your hands on your breast oh, yeah yeah they'll show you they'll yeah. they'll do what they need to do they'll That's manipulate good. your baby's mouth like and you know if you're needing that reassurance you gotta let them do it yeah um i i'm i'm yeah. a modest person when it comes to my yeah. body especially with men but if it's a woman like you could have at my tit right right you could, you could have at my tit and my labia too like i've learned like you could you can have at it but if are there male lactation specialists i believe I, they are well, i didn't see, run like, into yeah. any but i'm pretty he, sure he would not are. be allowed he would not he would not be allowed <laughs> i love it i love it um yes women power uh yes yeah, women yeah, can look uh, but it. i feel you i feel you yeah. it's a little different um i could only imagine what my husband might have thought had there been a man coming yeah, into some not, of these things not, i don't i don't know just pretty. for his own just like i don't really know um i'm an open person but this might be taking it a little bit too far but yeah like, but i mean they just showed me different things one of the biggest things that helped me was she showed me how to express what I had in my breast. So basically like express, so I wasn't making milk yet. Your milk doesn't come in till three to five days after oh, okay. having, so you're still doing, you're the, still colostrum, doing the colostrum, a colostrum. Okay. So she showed me how to like press my breast in a way that I could see, kind of bring out that colostrum so to see that it was actually like a little massage and, or touching it yeah, away, kind of like squeezing it away. Kind of, okay. And she kind of showed me where my ducks were and how to kind of move them down. Nice. And out. So then I could see, 
okay, like my boob, like my breast is actually, something's coming out of it. So I might be struggling with the latching, but at least I know when she does latch and she's in, she's getting something. something. Like she's getting something. Got it. So that was a relief. But women, I don't know if if you've had a kid and this is for you. Once I got home though, it became easy. Like, oh, nice. We had a chair. We have a chair. We have a little rocking chair glider. Um, and I like that. And that was a perfect setup. Like it put her at the right height yeah. for my boob. It kind of relaxed And you used the boppy, right? And I used the boppy okay, pillow. Good. And the, our whole latch situation became so much easier. So now I've heard that. I've heard that once you get in the privacy of your own home, you're comfortable, right? You can mm-hmm. get out of your hospital stuff. You're like in your own environment. You can walk around naked. You can do whatever it is that you need to do to make the atmosphere a little bit better, which is probably what helped it tremendously. Right. Yeah. yeah. It was you're not comfortable about... in a hospital bed and right. you're exhausted still. And you just, you need mm-hmm. to be in your own rhythm and, and right. get in a flow. I mean, there's no way I would have known it beforehand, but my boppy might've been a great thing to have with me in the hospital. hospital. Oh, so there was no way I would have nice. known that. But ladies, I'm trying on like hospital pillows. Yeah. So maybe this is a thing for new mommies out there who are especially if you have ample bosom. Yeah, that's just a lot going on. Nice. Okay, good. So you get home, you're breastfeeding like a champ now, and she's mm-hmm. taking it, and so everything is a okay. No problems with the breastfeeding after that. No, I think I think we were good after that. Besides. Just my body getting used to it. Like I said, the tenderness and the soreness is real. That is, Got you it. can't yeah. avoid it. And it is just, okay. It just has to get used to things. But other than that, I'd say we were, we were good. Okay. We were and how, that. okay. And then what, is there anything else besides, of course, almost everything, anything else that was a reality for you? How were you sleeping at this time? <laughs> how much contribution sleeping? was your husband <laughs> providing for you and and even help talk to us about help because i often i often hear a lot of times and even for myself right like once the visitors stop or at night when you're having to deal with this by yourself or not even by yourself i was by myself but when you have to deal with this when it's reality how Mm -hmm. is how is life for you guys then i think it was it was we had to get we had to get used to it it's a lot of waking up i think for me my nerves were a little Mm. You know, like you put, you know, you put the baby down. You're like, they're asleep. Okay, wait, are they breathing? And my kid wasn't huge, wasn't small, wasn't huge. She was born, she's about six pounds, 15 ounces. So normal. So about normal. So she was about six, you know, by the time we went home. And so, you know, her little tummy's so, you know, you look for breathing, but their tummy's so small. Like you can't really see it going up and down. And so I think trying to feel like she's okay with mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a little bit of nerves and mm-hmm. being excited that she's finally here. So you Not, have this like yeah. wide roller coaster of emotions. Um, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. My husband, super helpful. Good. Um, but then I say, ladies, it's still kind of hard because, you know, you have a baby and it's been yours and your belly yes, and yes. everything created about this creature. This is yours. This creature right. is like, so it's almost like you and her. You don't want the help, but you want the help. Right. <laughs> this is like, this is my baby bitch. Right. But, <laughs> but I need, I like, I need your help. Like, right. I, I mean, your help. <laughs> I was all for the help, but there were definitely times when I was like, it's, territorial it's, it's, it's a little mine. hard to yeah. share you definitely yeah. get mama bear despite yeah, having i mean he's been a great father so far like so far Good. like you know they bond she smiles and giggles when he comes into the room like i mean you know they already have uh you know a bond that you know can't be broken but like it's definitely one of those you get mama bear a little bit and it's like 
you trust them, but you're mm-hmm. still worried. Like, you're yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, and, still... and for new parents, right? And, and parents. I think it's di- way different for men anyway, right? Yeah. Because it's kind of like, when's the last time you really changed a diaper? Right. Like, when's the last time you fed oh, a baby? Oh, and bless him. She would cry at night and I would wake up to it. And in the beginning, he didn't wake up. Yeah. He didn't wake up. <laughs> I'm like, you don't hear her crying? You're like, you don't hear Alexis crying? You're like, what? But that's going to be crying? for life, and right? Like, that's that mother's <laughs> thing where they like, you recognize your child's cries and her voices right. for the rest of your life. Yeah. 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 It took it. Yeah. Even Not, now, it's kind of How was the shaky. sleeping arrangement? What did you do? Because I'm really interested in this in a lot of new parents because for summer and I, she was born at four pounds, four pounds, two ounces. And she had to eat every hour until she became eight pounds. Um, she, there was no way in hell I was able to put her in her, in an, in her crib and, and get out of bed every day for, right. Right. For an hour, for, you know, right. to feed her for an hour. So for me, we did have a little bassinet, um, thing at the side of her bed and I even had a co-sleeper we started off with a co-sleeper it's kind of it sat on the bed and I can also link this to the show notes it sat on the bed where it's just like a little bassinet but it sat on the bed where she was in her place and I didn't kind of roll over her but after a while a while aka maybe about a week or two <laughs> I kind of and I'm not I'm not advising any mommies to do this because I know all health professionals say don't do this, but I quickly put her in the bed with me because even still taking her out of the little co-sleeper every hour seemed like a lot of work. It was a lot of yeah. work for me. Oh my gosh, and I so, can imagine. Yeah. Like being solo, like, yeah, I mean, tough. Sandra's heard me say it 20,000 times, like she's amazing. Thank you, um, thank you. Because I it's, don't it's know if yeah. I could be, I mean, I, I know as women, we're always, when we're put in the position, we rise to the occasion, but... Yeah. yeah, it was no. tough. And yeah. I was grateful to have my mom help me and my sister helped right, me for right. like my mom came down for the first about three weeks and my sister helped me. So they helped me get on a schedule and they help. Um, my mom was fantastic about giving me nighttime relief, morning relief. So I did mm-hmm. the nighttime. She did the morning, which helped me create the schedule. Yeah. So yeah. with that. I kind of bed shared with Summer. So, mm. you know, we both stayed in the bed together. But I'm really interested because a lot of people do the straight up crib, back and forth the crib, or even the straight up bassinet or the little cherry thing. Yeah. What so was your sleeping arrangement like? We do have a crib, but she doesn't use it quite yet. Like the first time we kind of got her home and looked at it, she was just. It's too big of a space for her. It mm-hmm. was too big of a space for her. It still is too big of a space. So she likes her crib, though. We'll put her in it when she's awake mm-hmm. and trying to do something, and she's fine, and she giggles, giggles in it, which I'm hoping is a good sign nice, for when I need nice. her to sleep in yeah. it. Nice. Um, but we decided to use the rock and play. Okay, yes, that's it. So we have it, a rock, the rock and, play. and play. Fisher Price, it, you know, it's got the whole sounds and white noise, nice. and it rocks. We and like I'll link those in the, the show notes as well too yeah. for folks. Yeah, we like we put her in the rocking feature so it rocks, but we turn the sound off. Kind of the okay. rocking itself kind of gives a soothing, soothing, methodical yeah. kind of noise. Um, and so she's been in that, and we have used that. So she hasn't so been she's in the bed with us. In that. She's currently she's currently in that. In that. I she's like been that. in that since birth. I like. We that. haven't had her in the bed with us um, for like overnight sleeps. Okay. Naps in the day, especially so my kid doesn't nap for long times wow on her like on her own okay and like she's if she's, still if, little. she's if she's with someone like right now she's wrapped up with me in, the, in a and wrap she'll nap. um and she'll nap for a lot longer 
but she won't really nap on her own. Like put her down. Nap. Put her down. No. Nap. No. Okay. Not but for a long like period of time. You get like 10, yeah. 15 minutes most. And then okay, she'll be like, good. okay, no, nope, what's it. going on? I'm mm-hmm. awake. What are we doing? Um, but so we do the rock and play and you know, for, so to go through routine, breastfeeding is another big thing because especially the beginning, if you're the only one feeding the kid, like we, she was on it every three hours. So you were on every hour. Yeah. She was on every, every three. three. Yeah. So she was on every three just to make sure she could get back up to her birth weight. Cause yep. all babies lose weight when they're yes. in the hospital. Yep. Um, and so, and then to do that. So she was on every three hours. Wow. So it kind of so means also that's little, that's a lot too for a little a, baby. Yeah. It's a lot for a little baby. Yeah. It's a lot for you. Cause it's like, you have, cause let's be realistic. My kids an eater, like a long eater. She likes to be latched on for mm-hmm. a while. So she'll be latched on for half an hour. Right. And so think about it. You wake her up as a half an hour gone, but then you yeah. still got to wake her up two and a half hours because three hours starts from when you start, start her, yes. breastfeeding. <laughs> and, and then let's let's rewind, right? A little bit. You are still healing at the time from Thank childbirth, yes. right? So you're exhausted. You're still in pain. You're still healing from whatever, you know, yes. your postpartum um, recovery right. so you is. had a c-section i had a c-section I was you had a vaginal birth right, right? and, and so, i needed stitches yeah so. it's it's a lot mm-hmm. happening yeah. even like so this is more than three hours that you're yeah. really dealing with and so you know it's kind of what my husband was able to do for me in the time just to be there for support so he's still even though he nice. didn't feed her nice he would still get up with me when she had to eat i you love know if that. i needed like if i wanted some water or a snack. That was he hard for me, right? It. That's he what I tell people. I don't me. have any, I didn't have anyone you know, to bring me water. Right. I mean, like, it was rough. Right. So, you know, so that was, that was helpful. You know, at times, like I said, your hormones are going crazy. Mm-hmm. So at times, I don't know if I always respected it or right. appreciate it, but you know, especially as time goes by and you look on things hindsight. But I like know, that you're, you're able to appreciate it, it now, right? Because yeah. to me, sometimes appreciation comes late, but at least it comes, right? And it comes especially to the to the fathers who are there and who are doing it right. Mm -hmm. Because I've heard a lot of stories who fathers and partners are there and don't do anything right. Like literally don't help. And so it's, it's really important to recognize the ones that Mm -hmm. really help us in, in during these times. And it's really important if you have a partner, man, woman, or whomever, and especially if you're going to breastfeed and be kind of like the sole person, because that's kind of what you end up being. Um, it's just one of those, like, you have to, you have to discuss. It's a good thing to discuss before the yeah. baby comes. I like that. Like, what your expectations are, or like, what do you want from your partner for like support? That. And kind of have grandmas, like, don't get me wrong, there's stuff that's going to come up that you never thought of, but at least for some of the things, you're already going into it knowing, okay, like, my husband or my partner said they're going to help me with X, Y, and Z, and this and that, and things might change and be fluid, but at least you have an idea of knowing, like, where, like, kind of how the roles are going to play out, like, how support's going to be. And that was really helpful too. I read that in an article and I was like, ooh, well, we got to talk about nice. this. I, I like, like that. I wish you out. could share that article. Do you... I, I, I'll look for it. I'll yeah, look let for me it. know. We can link I'll that in the it. show notes because yeah. I think pre-conversation is, is great. Pre-conversation helped a lot. I love that. A lot. And you guys were married for two years, but you know each other for a while. So like, right. these is just conversations that wouldn't come up until you're in this situation. Right, right? right. And so it's good to have that. I like that. How was recovery for you and how... How is recovery now? Like, how's life now with recovering? Recovery was really interesting. So I, as the nurses put it, I think I had a second degree tear, which is 
average, according wow. to the nurses. Okay. So I needed a few stitches. What's Not, a few three? I have no idea the number. Oh. I don't know the number. Okay. I never looked. Women don't ever look. I heard this. Don't ever look. Because just from feeling alone, don't ever look down there after you have some stitches. Really? Don't look. See, I wouldn't be able to not look. I really? Would be, yeah, I would I have be no desire balls to see. deep trying to no, look. No, I don't know. I, I don't would be know. trying. <laughs> I don't need to know how it looked. I just need to know that it was going to heal no. and be okay. I, need to, I would be down there like touching. Is this no. one stitch? Is this a, can I feel this stitch? I would look. Oh, and no. I And if I couldn't find it, I would get someone to look yeah no 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 one no one looked not even will he didn't look really okay so you don't know i mean as far as i know well i mean he was in the hospital and getting stitches so i'm sure maybe he looked then but i don't you know it was one of those take everything that the hospital gives you they have those little underwears take that yes my sister taught me that yes Yes. Ice packs. They have the big old ice packs. If you I can break their disposable. And you I didn't break have them, ice packs. Stick them down there. I, yeah. And I had some spray. The spray. Yes, I've heard was, this spray is remarkable. I didn't have the spray. It's pain relieving spray. I, really. And so when you're waiting, because they send you home with meds. So if you're breastfeeding women, you can still come home with aspirin and ibuprofen. Okay. You can still take nice. that. They send you home with that. But if you're waiting for it to kick in, that numbing spray okay, so kind of saves savior. you. Wow. In the midst of it. So can you spray that on your nipple? No, 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 I sprayed it on my vagina. But can you spray <laughs> it on your nipple? I don't know. I don't think. Oh, I don't know. Okay. I'm sure the directions say it, but I, I yeah, because I'm just wondering. Like, I would think no. Mm, I would. So think it's just no. for the vagina. I don't feel like because I feel I like feel if like it's safe for the vagina, safe. it's safe for yeah. everything. I don't. You know, what I I'm feel saying? like the contents wouldn't be safe for the baby. Okay, so probably yeah. just I'm, not I'm safe assuming, for her. To yeah, eat. I don't think it'd be safe. I want. I want. I want this spray. So, ladies, if anybody has some of this spray left, I want to see. Do you have any spray? I do left? have some spray left. Oh, I want to see. Yeah, and I'm does sure. it does it work on anything else? Like yeah, it's just pain, it's just stuff? pain relief. I need this spray. shit. I need this yeah. pain relief. I need. It's I need like, to see this. It's shit. not specific like after childbirth okay. spray. It's just pain relieving spray. I want to. It's amazing. But all of these things I got from the hospital. So good. Again, you're. Your insurance with covers so this. Take it, oh, ladies. Covers Take it. And it. no, trust me, you're paying for it. Oh yes, yes. It. You get you, those hospital bills. You'd be like, what let me tell the you, hell? ladies, <laughs> especially this is. I was, I was sta- stocking up on the formula because they give you so much baby formula, so many pampers, so many wipes. Do not. And I'm, I'm someone who is very i get embarrassed very easily my mm-hmm. sister was in there like you gotta tick that shit you gotta oh, yeah. tick tick that like we the left out thing, of there with more i came oh, yeah. out of there like the only thing i, I, I decided shopping. not to od on was a little hospital blankets because there was like 15 I took, of those i took a so lot i was like i, was like, I still Will, have them i, I was like we're only lot. gonna take five we took five we took Listen, five that was enough i said that's a little the only five. thing that i left was the bed and the tv <laughs> Okay, I took, you know what was the savior for me? The water thing, the plastic water container. Oh, girl. Right, that, okay, the little, little spritz. Girl. The, oh, wait, the little one where you spritz No, down the there? one that they would give you with ice that oh, you would use the no, water container. I'm, they give you a little spray bottle too if you have a vaginal birth. Really? Because you can't wipe. Okay, yes. You okay. can't wipe. Girl. It feels like everything's shut up and sewn up the down water there. water bottle. And you spray. You spritz it, but you got to use warm. Get the warm water going. The container. And then you yep. spray it. Even that little, oh. like the butt bucket. I guess the bucket that you wash your... I took, oh. I took all that shit oh, home. Oh, wait. I and I got shit. another thing. Ladies, stool softener. Now, see, I was prescribed... I was school prescribed yeah. school stuff. Take it. Wait, they, they need that around the room? It. No, but oh, I'm saying okay. you got to take like, it. Shit. Make sure you get Stop it. Make sure you pick up the prescription okay. and make sure you take it. Okay. Because so, if you go vaginal, poops are not your friend. They girl, ooh, girls, ladies, do you ooh, hear this? Take your take stool your softeners. Time. Make sure okay. there's someone, if you feel like you got to go, I, don't wait to poop. I, I Don't wait to poop. 
because that's a mess. And then hopefully so someone you can take... hold your kid because when the feeling starts, you go and you it's sit on that toilet. Because one of my night nurses, she would be like, did you poop? Uh, yes, bitch. Every oh. night I pooped. And it was like nothing for me, but oh, I didn't so, have a mm-mm, vaginal mm-mm, birth. Mm-mm, and mm-mm. so it's, even it's when so I got different. home, I had my, my sister made sure she pick up all my persistence. So I did have my stool softener. I still, ladies and gentlemen, I still have my stool softener in the medicine cabinet. I still do. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't intend to use it because I really, I shit really well, but <laughs> maybe one day I, mean, I, I might not. Hey, I feel you because I, I take iron. I'm still yeah. on iron yeah. from pregnancy with yeah. her just to make sure my, my, so take your stool softeners lady under control. And so, but I've always been a good shitter yeah. with the iron. So I feel you, but stool softener. Oh, post. Good oh. to know. Good to know. Oh my God. I like it. I've, I made the mistake of coming off of it a little bit early. Like I didn't use as much and then I had to poo and it was all bad. Ooh. It was, I said, what was I thinking? And can I and say, went right back on it. Can I say those geriatric maxi pads that they have in the hospital? Like, no way in hell would any of us go to Target and get those thick ass maxi pads, but they are saviors right? at the hospital. And they are ill long, right? They go from like your labia to your ass crack, from like belly button to your tramp stamp in the back. And you're like, this is the <laughs> best pad of my life. Right. But in, and then again. So I can imagine for vaginal birth right. mommies, right? Like, oh my gosh. Cause, and you need the like. You need the comfort, like the security of it. Girl, like, don't get me wrong. With that mesh panty, it's, 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 it was like It's nerve-wracking because there's a lot going on and mm. there's a lot coming out right after. But with that, and then I don't know if you had these. They had the little, I don't even know what you call them. It's like the blue. It's got like a blue cover and it's got big pads of like... Kind of like what you'd sit on if you were in the hospital. Like the puppy pads. pads. Yes. Yeah, like puppy yes. pads. They were they like puppy pads. Too. So, yes, so you got to do the mesh like... underwear, then put the puppy yes. pad in there, then put the big old maxi it, it pad like... in there, spray, and then maybe sometime throw an ice Girl, pack in that. Ma- Ooh, it's that a, puppy it's a pad was it's... like a mattress pad. It was like a gel memory foam mattress pad. <laughs> it, was the, it was the best. But you felt like you could function and not feel like you were going to bleed are... all over the oh. place because... <laughs> It was crazy. And only mommies and, and nurses, right? And and anyone in that field who knows this, let me tell you, when my night nurse came in, she was like, I'm going to help you to the bathroom because what happened is my sister and my brother-in-law spent the night with me every day in the hospital. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the night nurse came in one day when my um, brother-in-law was sleeping and she was like, do you want your brother-in-law to help you change your pad? And I was like, mm, yeah, no. Um, can you help me? And she put her hand down there. She pulled out that pad and she fixed that Nurses puppy pad. And I was fucking like, amazing. I love her. <laughs> I freaking, can, can I get you at home? No, Do see, you want to come home with me? Like I loved, I, I think, I think I that nurses in, in general, oh like gosh. all nurses, yes. I swear you are the real MVPs, Seriously. but the nurses that are in labor and delivery girl, I mean, bless girl. them for dealing with. All the stuff that uh, happens in delivery uh, and all the situations. I, I don't know, know why I mean, they are not like the doctor. Right. I want a hospital that's just nurses right. because I swear my doctor didn't do shit but catch the baby <laughs> and and keep it moving. Like she didn't do yeah, shit and yeah. my nurses did everything. Right. I mean, because I had a pretty. I mean, not to go into the full labor story, but I had a pretty easy labor labor up yeah. until the very end. Yeah. And we had a quick moment, and my nurse was real happy. You know, real nice because I had to say, look. My kid's coming out. Yeah. Um, and she was like, you know, no, 
she was nice and calm about it, mm. and she was still calm because she well, she didn't quite believe me, but I understood why she didn't believe me. It was okay, and, and she probably goes but, through this all the time. And then yeah. she still was like, oh, and then she was calm when she realized I was telling the truth, which I was like, nice. thank you, because I was freaking out. But it it's like, good. You know, I, the nurses, coming. they know their shit. Like I feel like if there's anybody who has um, debt that's well worth it and go to all these schools and take out all these loans and get all this education, the nurses, are they should automatically get some kind of program where they don't have to pay because they just know what the hell they're doing and I appreciated them. Yes. So let's see. Baby Alexis comes home. I'm looking at her right now. She's adorable. How is life now? What is what is motherhood like for you right now, today? Talk to me about what have you learned right now as a mom? What have I learned as a mom? Oh, man. That kids are work, but they are so worth it. Yeah. Kids are work, but they are worth every single yeah. minute of it. She could be super fussy or the fact that I'm tired yeah. and I just want to sleep and I wish I could just do this but then Agreed. you know she gives you that smile yes and it takes and she away everything her, she gives you all the snuggles yes. palm, she hugs and rests up against yeah. you and it's just like all of that floats away like all that kind of like Ugh, I can't yeah. like I gotta be on and it's just all right now it's all floats yeah. away She's, I agree and it's sweet I agree and even for me I ditto what you're saying it's almost two years I've been a new mom and it's the same thing I think with everything that you go through every trial every tribulation as as the time goes by it's the same thing it just gets better yeah, yeah. any any tips or advice or anything you want to give new mommies what would you like to tell a new mother who is never who has no idea what to expect everybody is telling her different things and what do you want to contribute to her life I will say that I know that there's ebbs and flows. Yes. And like, you know, you, you conquer one thing and then something else comes up. But I'd say in general, just now going from newborn to month three, like it gets better. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, mm-hmm. it's hard in the beginning. I don't think you can avoid it being hard. I would also say things might not work the first time. Give it Keep a couple of it. days and try it again. Like, for example, um, Alexis was really she hated the swaddles mm. hated them really um and then we and would kind of break her way out of them with the you know we're talking basic yep. blanket fold over yep. do this do that and we decided to use one of the swaddle me's we'll have to put a link to that one too with the velcro oh yeah. that you get like so you kind of you know like my husband's really good at you kind of jailbreak her yes. and then you can't you can't get out i gotta tell you and a story so about she, that swaddle she starts to fight it when she gets in it yeah. i mean when she first is in it but then it lets her sleep at night well That's she sleeps good. at night well in it she gets used to it she likes it yeah. keeps her asleep like it was the best thing that we've ever stopped yeah and then we tried good it was like oh thank heavens because yeah. like i think that's the reason why we get because uh, this is a little unusual for most babies but she gives us about five to seven hours of sleep at night you know before she's ready to eat again yeah. so and i owe it all to the swaddle, Total swaddle. Yes. <laughs> um i definitely give the swaddle I could not, all the praise i could not figure one. out my swaddle my sister actually taught the swaddle to me because with the nurses i don't i just my brain could not wrap around how to get it tight enough but mm-hmm. my sister showed me and it was like a baby burrito mm-hmm. and I was like, Oh my God, I got it. And I swaddled her all the time. That was a savior. Like if I could have swaddled her in like a car seat in her stroller, <laughs> like I love the swaddle. You're right. Yeah. That's it's good. 
Okay, so to wrap some things up, I really appreciate this conversation. I like to always close every podcast with like two unusual questions that I ask every guest. So I think for you, the first question is, tell me a little bit about how you take care of yourself. What's some self-care things or routines that maybe you do or you don't do and you'd like to do um, Mm. or get into now that you feel like you're kind of almost in the flow. She's about three, four months now. But just shy of three and a half. Shy of three and a half mm-hmm. months. And um, what are some things that you're hoping you can do or even some things that you do right now and like to do a little bit more around yourself? I think, again, it probably goes to my advice to new mommies is that that first month when, especially if you're going through my routine where you're breastfeeding and you have hours, like you can't do and you're not doing bottles yet or pacifier, like you really are stuck. You can't really do anything for long term or go anywhere because your baby is going to need you to eat. And not only that, every three hours is just what they tell you if they haven't eaten. She might want to eat, you know, every hour, every hour and a half, two hours. It's definitely up to your baby and they will let you know when they are hungry. And so now that she's older, a little bit on bottle, more comfortable around other people, you know, now it's like I got my nails done. Nice. Right? Had some mani-pedi for like the first time and it was just so... Like, I think I had it a couple weeks. It was so nice. It was so nice to be able to do that and, like, get away. Yeah. I think in the house, and this is where partners really come into play, you know, you can have your husband or your partner take the baby and go into another room or go for a walk. And then self-care is, like, some time by myself. Like, I can't hear my baby. Yeah. I can't see my baby. I'm not at work. But it's something where it's, like, I don't. Because if you're at home and the baby's still there, like, you could say you have time for yourself, but you really don't because you always have an ear out. Like, you're on mommy watch, like, just in case there's something that needs to get done. So, you know, now it's like, okay, well, now, you know, Will can take her, someone can take her, and I can kind of say, okay, I'll be back in, like, a few hours. Like, here, the bottle's there. Just got to warm it up. You know, whatever's going on. So, for me, it's just about having that 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 little time. It doesn't have to be long, but it's a little time for myself. Hour. Hour, an just, hour, just an hour, even. Yeah, it's even amazing. the bath, right? Like, take a shower. Oh, oh my god, gosh. wash your hair, untangle your hair. It's, like, seriously, girl, seriously, girl. And with all this work we're doing now, yeah. I, mm, I hope yeah. I don't have dreads right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep it real. I'm, I hope I don't. But yes, but all or of, that you do have dreads, but a significant amount to make him dreads, where it's not right. like one dread, right? Or two dreads. Yeah. Oh my goodness, you have like a big hair chop. But yeah, I mean, I think that's like for me. I think moving forward and I'm not, I'm almost there, you know, still trying to deal with work and all that kind of stuff, but having those little bits of time where I can give her up and I mean, I'm always, I love her. It's hard to give your yep. kid up sometimes, yep. but, but sometimes you guys, you guys yeah, give them up yeah. and let somebody else watch them yeah. and know that they'll be okay. They'll survive. They'll still be yeah. living. Um, especially if it's a family member, still be living. Yeah. Um, and Good. just have some time. Good. Yeah. I'm on a mommy mission where I feel like I want to advocate more for self-care because as a single mom, you can imagine I have zero time to mm-hmm. do anything where I feel like sometimes, a lot of times, it affects me. Mm-hmm. So I really feel like I have to consciously um, do things to to practice self-care. And I feel like I want to make sure that mommies take advantage of that because I like to tell, I've heard this great saying that if you're not whole, they're not whole. Mm. So it's a thing where it's kind of like, I gotta, I gotta do it for myself first so that I'm fully 100% for her. So that's good. Yeah. 
last but not least, before we wrap up, on my way here, mm-hmm. I was following on Instagram one of my celebrity, um, one of my celebrity gossip sites, and I saw recently that Jordan Sparks just had her baby three days ago. Oh, okay. And so, congratulations, Jordan Sparks and her <laughs> husband on having her baby. But she three days ago she had her baby, and today was the first day that I guess she went to some kind of award show. So they were slamming her. Because they're like, you just had your baby three days ago and you're already out the house. And she was already, you know, saying her snapback is nice, blah, blah, blah. Uh, And so I hate that. It's the worst thing ever. Yeah. So I feel like what is your take on? And I think that we still follow a lot of traditional ways and ways of like our culture and our parents and maybe society. Mm -hmm. But for you, do you think there is a time where you're in the clear. Like, what what do you think? Or tell me about what happened for yourself. How long did you leave the house before you gave birth? After you gave birth? After I gave birth, how long? I remember. So, um, I remember Will's parents and my mother, my, my father's, uh, deceased had, um, come over. Oh, how old was she? Maybe a couple of weeks, a week or something. And they made us get out of the house. Night, girl. And we walked. We live really parents, close to a Starbucks. Parents, you need and them. And we walked to a Starbucks and we got drink orders for everybody. I didn't want anything. Caffeine just didn't work well with me when I was pregnant. So it took me a long time to get back to it um, post-pregnancy. But um, so they got us out the house and it was quick. They're like, you don't have to go far for long. It was, you know, like I said, Starbucks is maybe a five minute walk. It's real close. And so we walked there, got the drinks, walked back. Just my mom was like, you just need some air. Just get some air. You're getting it. And so, you know, I think that's important. I would say like it's kind of to me and my personal journey because of my breastfeeding stuff. Like I couldn't be Jordan Sparks and go to the war (laughs) show because I'd be there for a hot second because I'd have to come home and feed. But who knows how she's nourishing her child. Child, I'm sure, is in good hands and fine. I think the biggest thing, though, is like the whole snapback thing is stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And I have to admit, I mean, with these snapbacks. Well, I mean, I think we have to take in a little bit of context. Most celebrities have personal trainers and all sorts of stuff. Of course, and chefs and nannies, they have, they can snapback. So they can snap back because they're in top physical form. And so, you know, muscles kind of do these things. But regular people and regular women, and it's too much pressure. And even if the celebrity themselves doesn't bounce back, who cares? I have zero interest in snapping back. Like, (laughs) I... I I wanted wine, right? Like I wanted right. to eat. I wanted to do shit. I I didn't care about snapping back. Oh yeah. I didn't think her three days was extreme at all. I remember for me, I I think I left the house after ten days. Um, mm-hmm. I just could not stand being home anymore. And I think there's something liberating in knowing that you get your life back, and you get to reacclimate yourself and transition back into the real world. So I'm all for, hey, if you have the means and the energy, you know, have at it. And right. Yeah. Do, yeah. Go I ahead said, and do say it. Three days. Yeah. I might have just. I might award show. I think I was just looking for sleep. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I would have been able to do any of that. Well, thank yeah. you so much, Dana, for being the guest of the show. Thank you for having me. Anything else you want to add before we close? Congratulations on your new baby. And it's been an amazing she's journey. She's beautiful. Yeah. I can't believe she didn't wake up this whole hey, time. And I am feeling this. See, this is. <laughs> she loves it. Yeah. 
Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in to A Different Mommy. I'm your A Different Kind of Mommy. I'm your host, Sandra Sims, and you just listened to the episode on life as a new mommy. Thank you. Bye.